G'day everybody, my name is Elliot Waters and you're listening to the Dysregulator Podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in. Today's episode, it's coming to you from the James Fletcher Hospital. Uh, I've actually changed rooms because I've, I've been listening to a few of the recordings and if I do these recordings in my room, it sounds very echoey. So I'm hoping the acoustics in this room will be a little bit better. Not sure, but we'll see. Today's episode is going to be a positive one. It's been a while since I've done one of them, but there is positivity to report, there's hope to report, and a bit of an action plan too, because I have now finally returned to therapy. Therapy, which was always the key for me and my outlook and prognosis, we are finally back. But before we get into that, if you're enjoying the show, feel free to like, subscribe, give us a rating, and you can share it around with your mates. And you can follow me on Instagram at elliot.t.waters or you can follow the show at thedysregulated.podcast. So I'll tell you what, never have I been more excited for a psychology session than I was yesterday. I was peaking because, as I said before, therapy for me is the way forward. So the medications can take me to a certain spot, certain level, but then it's the psychological interventions that would do the real hard work, and then make my life worth living. So I went there and it was it was really, really good. I, was, I felt comfortable. It was like, yep, this is where we should be. I was able to get my points across. It was good. But one thing I didn't do was try and drive the conversation and steer the way that we were going to, to areas where I think would be the most benefit. So what I mean by that is, Instead of me going in there thinking I've got all the answers and just wanting the psychologist to do what I say, I actually sat there and was very humble and very vulnerable, I suppose, as well. And I didn't I didn't try and control anything. All I did was tell my story and what has been going on, and I let my psychologist take the lead from there. So I was really good. Um, we come up with a bit of an action plan, which was great too, really good, an action plan. Because why really, you know, I've got ADHD and autism. So what I really need is concrete, concrete facts, information, you know, that's what it's all about. I need routines. I need to be able to think that my psychology sessions are structured and we're at point A, but we're shooting for point B and there's a clear, direct path or framework for recovery that will get us to place B, which is a life worth living. So it was really, really good. Um, So usually I'd go in there and I'd be talking about the big global issues like self-esteem. I'd be talking about all my different insecurities. Um, But this time I didn't do that because my psychologist quite rightly said that, you know what, Elliot, what happens to you more? Self-esteem, thinking about that, or just being anxious all the time? And obviously the answer is being anxious all the time. So our first goal is to get out of this fight, flight, or freeze mode, and then we're able to do the work because we're free. We've got the shackles off. We can now do the things we need to do, and then we'll work on the bigger themes and issues of mine a bit later down the track. But we've got to get the anxiety under control because the anxiety is the one that is blocking me from being able to take on the other diagnoses that I've got. So it's very important that this anxiety goes away. And that's in line with the psychiatrist too. uh, My psychiatrist earlier in the week said that we're attacking my anxiety from every angle. Now, without the psychological interventions, then we weren't attacking it from every angle, but now we are and it's so exciting. Like even 
Even just getting rid of the anxiety would make my life a thousand times better. You know, even if I still had some self-esteem things going on, at least, you know, I wouldn't be too frightened to go for a run or, you know, go see friends or anything like that. I could, you know, like the anxiety blocks the most basic but needed of processes. Yeah, for example, like going shopping for groceries and stuff, that is a huge ordeal for me because of the anxious response that I get every time I go there, thinking everyone's looking at me. And not only are they looking at me, they're thinking bad things about me, negative judgments. That's the social anxiety component. So if we can get rid of all that, that would be amazing. And it would free me up to be able to then work on those really big issues, you know, the personality stuff that I've got going on. And that would be great. So I'm really happy that in this psychology session, my psychologist identified that we need to start with the nitty gritty because it is blocking us from being able to do anything else. So get that done and then we move forward. So that was really, really good. And it was just really good to go again. You know, there's a lot of research around um, that says if if you're depressed, mostly with depressed patients, if you're depressed but you make an appointment with a psychologist or a psychiatrist, just the fact that you've made the appointment some of the depression lifts because you're empowering yourself and you know that you're doing something that is good for your mental health and that's a good feeling, right? You know, you've done the right things and and by by making the appointment and you're on the path to recovery. And you don't it, and this all happens before you even see the psychologist. They've done tests where they've, you know, given psychometric tests that measure depression before making the appointment. And then after, when they've made the appointment, and there's a very clear, significant difference between the two scores. So, and I felt very similar. The fact I was going to the psychologist made me feel great because I I know how important it is and how much I need to go. And then once I got there, it felt even better because, you know, I'm here, I'm ready to go. And then once I left, that was the best feeling because I'd achieved what I set out to achieve. I knew I did something that was good for my mental health and We've got this tangible plan, this framework for recovery, which I think may work this time. I really do, because I think every other time, you know, I have dictated terms to the psychologists that I've had and the psychiatrist, and I'm talking about self-esteem and I'm talking about, you know, this BPD stuff, which is very important, but really what underscores all of this, and I've said this on the show many times before, is the anxiety, the generalized anxiety, the social anxiety, it underpins everything and it is the one or they are the two that stop me from being able to achieve the things I need to do and the things I want to achieve. So like classic example, for example, classic classic example, geez, I'm getting dry mouth, so it's new medications. Anyway, um, the example is today, I really wanted to go for a run today, I really did, but I've, I've talked myself out of it and it's because this anxiety is driving negative thoughts and just giving me this picture, this very vivid picture of me running and it just being negative because I'm too unfit, people looking at me, laughing at me and all this sort of stuff. And unfortunately, it's these moments that I don't always have an answer for, but I'm hoping through the work with my psychologist and tweaking and, and really targeting my medications towards anxiety, which is what we're also doing, 
then we don't have these moments anywhere near as much. All of a sudden, we start running. All of a sudden, we've got more dopamine floating around. All of a sudden, my mental illnesses start to lift somewhat. So that's the plan. All right. So yeah, I'm telling you, positive episode. It's it's probably been a while since I've done a real positive episode, but we've got it. We've got it here in the bag, all done. So thank you for listening. And I'll keep you updated on how my psychology sessions go. I'm going every week. It's going to cost me a fortune, but I feel like this is it. If You know, Maitland Private, when I was there, I think was a warm-up. But now that we're here at the Intermediate Stay Mental Health Unit at James Fletcher, and now that I'm back seeing my psychologist again too, and it's weekly, you know, I think this is it. We've got all guns blazing. Let's finish this thing off. How exciting. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. And you can follow, remember the show on Instagram at thedisregulated.podcast. There's been some great content recently. And you can follow me on Instagram at elliot.t.waters. All right. As always, thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time here on the Dysregulated Podcast.